0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of the Splash Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, as always, I'm Zeke the Geek, and joining me, as always, is Cliff, the Tall One. And guess what, folks? We are continuing down in our little splash into the Batman theatrical mm-hmm. series. But before I go any further, first, we are the Splash podcast. And uh, if you like what we do and want to join the conversation, please hit that like button, subscribe, Um, follow us on all of the. anywhere you can find our podcast. Cliff will let you know, and I'm sure there'll be a link in the description. Um, Thank you. This has been our ongoing series of watching all the theatrically released Batman movies. We started with 1966 Batman, and we have now made it to the 90s. And we're today. We were talking well, about technically Batman 66, Then we went to 89, 92. Yeah, they know. But I they you know saying, those yeah. came out. A lot of people do these kind of series. A lot of people, you know, but they always skip 66. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, but most people, they just are like, mm-hmm. yeah, Batman 1989. And I'm like, we were like, no. <laughs> Give the people what they want. They want to hear about 1966. Even though I did not go in in depth as much as I should have, but... I was bored the last time I watched that movie. Was I bored this time? You'll find out. Stay tuned. Anyway. Batman Forever. This is a movie that was directed by Joel Schumacher. May he rest in peace, by the way. Um, man. uh, Yes, we have a new director this time with Joel Schumacher. We have a new cast, uh, some some old return and some are ba- some are new um and those are people are are val kilmer as the leading role as batman and bruce wayne tommy lee jones replacing the great billy d as two fakes harvey dent jim carrey as edward Nigma slash the riddler we're gonna talk about him oh boy nicole kidman uh being the thirstiest woman i've ever seen in a batman movie playing um Ooh. oh my gosh uh oh my gosh chase meridian. i was about to say yeah i was about to say adrian chase because we were talking about peacemaker earlier <laughs> <laughs> chase meridian and she was chasing herself some rubble um the heck were you i don't know oh yeah francis michael go who was alfred who returns for his third time reprising his role as alfred um, Pat Hingle, as well, returning for his third time playing right. Commissioner Gordon, who just gets progressively pushed to the side. useless as these movies go along. And rounding out that main cast is e, e, Cliff's e, favorite boy, e, e. <laughs> Dick Grayson himself, Chris O'Donnell, <laughs> who's probably hanging out with a uh, with a uh, 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 what's his face. What's his face? Mama said knock you out. LL Cool J. Um, LA. <laughs> uh, yes. Gosh. I watched like three episodes of that because I was just like, LL Cool J and Chris O'Donnell? This is my childhood. Just came together for some weird reason. And it's Two cool. worlds I thought would never meet my Batman world and LL Cool mm. J, but God almighty, it happened. So, Batman mm. Forever came out in 1995. Um... The year I was born. Um, and I will say, this movie cost $100 million to make, and it made $336.6 million. This movie was, I mm. think, the third or second most profitable Batman movie out of these four. Um, so, and I think that, and I mm. that says I a lot. think to the movie's credit, there's a reason. Um, so, Batman Forever, I, I'm going to start this time because, <laughs> spoiler Good alert, oh, yeah. I adore this movie and all its faults, I get it, I understand, but when I was a kid growing up, the first live action Batman thing I ever saw was Val Kilmer playing Batman in Batman Forever, also mind you, I'm a huge Top Gun fan, my favorite movie mm. ever It's Top Gun. Iceman was Batman. Yeah. I was hype. I was hype. Um, And I enjoy this movie, man. I still enjoy this movie. I'm not going to go through the whole rigmarole of how I fell in love with this movie. I watched it a lot as a kid. It was my favorite Batman movie for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And then a little movie that we'll talk about next week came out and changed the game. Change the game for old old Zeke the Geek. And um I'll just say it now. I this movie's bad, but God do I have fun with it, man. God do I have fun with it. Get like listen, listen, listen. Oh I think this movie does a number of things right, personally, like deep down mm. personally, in terms of how I enjoy my Batman, what I want to see within a Batman movie. Um Also, I just, I won't, I won't make clear. I understand there are the prototype for bat nipples in the bat suit, but I want to say this now. It is not prevalent. And also this is my favorite nineties. Batman costume is the first one that Valcoma wears in this movie. Mm -hmm. I think it in terms of, it looks the best. This is the best Batman has ever been able to move in these movies so far um and not for nothing the action sequences the best i've seen so far in a batman movie with the hand-to-hand combat with batman taking out thugs even though it's choppy to all get out still some of my favorite action sequences within this movie um i'm getting ahead of myself and i apologize i just wanted to give this movie some praise um i'll get deeper into characters but cliff how, how do you feel about Batman Forever? How did you get introduced to this movie? um? And does it still hold up for you, sir? Oh, or does it not?
1: Just does like it, this, Did it ever hold up? Whoo, okay, so just like this, Batman and Robin, um, Batman Returns, Batman 89, I saw all these on VHS. So these were heavily available in my house, like readily available, I should say. So I watched these things to death and oh my goodness five-year-old me love these movies 26 year old me these movies are so terrible that they're great i i don't know where to start but like batman forever feels like the 21st century version of batman 66 and like it i don't know how like i don't understand these films and somehow when we get into batman and robin things get worse i'm just like you took what was here and double down on it, but that's we'll talk about that later. But yeah, Batman Forever.
0: Yeah, they did. We'll talk ba-
1: about it. Batman Forever. Everyone has this weird obsession with Batman. Like they either want to sleep with him, and I think everybody wants to sleep with him except for Alfred and Dick. But <laughs> Riddler, Two Face, Chase Moran. Everybody wants to wants to taste the Batman. Gotham has no sense of scale or landscape to me. Like I don't why is Wayne Enterprises scale. on top it's of just a wild. Why is Wayne Enterprises on top of a water dam? Like, why? How make that make sense? Where's the ground yeah. in these movies? Where is the ground? Why is there so many highways and bridges in these films? I I don't get it. <laughs> that
0: I will say this if you Took away a lot of the obscene, like structures of mm-hmm. Olympus type dudes bin stuff. Mm-hmm. This Gotham, and if you also turned off all the neon lights, mm-hmm. this Gotham reminds me a little bit of Gotham from just a little bit like it reminds me almost of a combination of gotham from the mask of the phantasm and batman begins where it's just like if you took those two and meshed them together you get this but then you add joe schumacher to it and you get male structures holding things and mm-hmm. neon lights everywhere um but anyway. Okay, I get that. But yeah, I, I understand oh, no. that. It's I, I, I like it. This movie I, I
1: makes no sense. This is also the first of the Jolt Supermarket movies where everything is too on the nose. Like, Two-Face's lair, half of it is dark, half of it is white. Riddler, everything about him is a conundrum. Why is his apartment so narrow? And how high is his apartment? <laughs> like, it doesn't look like it touches the ground either. Like, is he in a skyrise? rise? I doubt he making i doubt he ain't making enough money to afford a skyrise at wayne enterprises i doubt it i truly doubt it but man this movie this is a hoot i will agree some of the action is entertaining but every character feels over the top for me like my goodness there's no different there's no difference for me at least between 2 Face and riddler i'm like y'all are both just being extra for no reason like, the
0: drama that happened between the two of them during the making of that movie. My goodness! What was the quote that Tommy Lee Jones said to Jim Carrey? <laughs> I must find it because it is hilarious. And when you watch this movie, you're just like, "Huh? Huh?" <laughs> 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 also, while you looked it up,
1: here, we'll get into more. But here's my favorite thing. Do you notice in the shot where we first see of Two Faces' layer? Jim Carrey's riller is just in the back standing for his cue.
0: Yes, <laughs> he is waiting for his cue and maybe that was Tommy Lee Jones' best take of that scene and that was just the best take and they were just like, Riddler's screw like, it. Or maybe it. they missed it.
1: Y'all ain't cut that out, Joel. You are the director here. You ain't think to cut that out once in this movie. Because it's, it's a very quick scene, but I'm just like, wait. He's literally just standing there this entire time. And he pops out, like, like they don't cut at all in that scene. It's all one take. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh, this was a decision. Y'all made this decision right then and there. Nobody said anything. Nobody brought it up. <laughs> like, why are we just sitting here? But, uh, but, yeah, like, there's so much more I can say about this movie. But I'm trying to, like, keep myself contained before. Because I just don't want to blab out at everything I feel about this movie. But overall, the film... It has a lot of good
0: quote. things going for it. What is it? I'm gonna quote. I kind of just want to read this whole excerpt because it's <laughs> it's great. Um. All right. I went over and I said, hey, Tommy, how you doing? And the blood just drained from his face like he had been thinking about me for 24 hours a day. Carrie recalls. He started shaking and he got up. He must have been in mid kill me fantasy or something like that. He went to hug me and he said, I hate you. I really don't like you. And I said, gee, man, what's the problem? And I pulled up a chair, which probably wasn't smart. And he said, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. End quote.
1: It's like, who are you to sanction it? My guy, like, who are you?
0: Um, Let let me say a couple of things real quick. Just real quick. Um, One. For some reason, to me, if you take away a couple of things, like some of the things I said earlier about the architecture of Gotham, for instance, and if you mm. dialed back a couple of the actors, this to me, in terms of everything that I watched in this movie, I was just like, "This is some of the most comic booky stuff I've seen." You like it felt like yes. reading yes. a wild yes. comic book from like the like a serial
1: it felt like a random cartoon And it was just adventure. like
0: I wasn't mad at it because I was just like I like like Toothface Lair, mm-hmm. stupid. But I like the choice and I like the commitment to that choice, where each side is just like its own entity. And mm-hmm. he took it very literal, where it's like you didn't like you said didn't have to be on the nose, but you went with mm-hmm. it. But you committed to it, and I like the commitment. It's ridiculous. Mm. But it gave me Drew Barrymore for the first time. And I knew I felt things when I first saw Drew Barrymore. I was just like. Not Chase? Not Chase Meridian? She was too thirsty, man. I was just like, girl, easy. I mean, back, like back it was up. Working. Down. Down. Let me get some water. Down. No, it's too much, man. It's too much. <laughs> like, it's like they learned the wrong lessons from <laughs> Batman Returns. It's like they double down from each film, where it's like, okay, in the first Mount Keaton movie, murders people. Second movie, murders more people. But they added an extra tinge of horniness. And then Batman Forever was just like, oh, it's all the horniness. It's all the horniness. Are
1: you trying to get under my cape? It's here. We just car. It's the car. chicks did the car. car.
0: (laughs) Okay. And let me say this before I forget. I hate the fact that the first line of this movie is, can I uh, how do Alfred phrase it? Can I not recommend you take a sandwich, sir? But something along those lines that just like, I'll get drive through." And it's like, up to that moment, you know, when you're first watching a movie. Because I knew that line was yes. coming, but I was like, yeah, it feels good to be back here. And then that first line is said, then I'm like, Especially the opening credits where you get in the bat
1: suit, the cave—it's all like, yeah. Also, we're here for Batman, not for
0: nothing. Not for nothing. I like this Batman theme. Oh yeah, it's definitely just the same theme. Since LA Goldenthal. like yeah, I, it's a very—I know, a I, know I know, it's not iconic. I know it's not iconic, but I like, like, I like the beginning. I like. I don't like the song as a complete whole because there's a lot of that sound effect going on and I'm just like too much. A little too Mm. much. Because I was like listening to the songs over the the week because I tend to like when we're reviewing a thing, I tend to like listen to the music just to keep my mind like within that world so I can just remember and keep thinking about things randomly and if I can jot them down I do even though I barely ever use my notes. Um, But I like the music Uh, of at least i like the main theme of this movie it keeps within the franchise
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i just wish the movie matched the rest of the tone i I wish the movie matched the tone of the song almost Mm -hmm. and there are moments and here's something that i i would love to get across and i think most people know by now but like even though like yes i saw the documentary vow um Which, not that that's necessary viewing to enjoy Batman Forever on a different level. I know I was trying to get you to watch it before you saw the movie, but it was too late. Um, (laughs) But, like, even though it's, it's like, a three-minute clip of that documentary where he's just talking about his experience working on Batman and how, like, he thought he was going to do more, like, just emotionally with the character of Bruce. And you can see those elements in this movie where the man is doing some real acting. And there are moments, I think, with almost every character in this movie where they get a hint of seriousness and then it's back to the goofiness. And I, I wish I could remember specifically so I can point all those moments out, but there's a moment where like, where Tommy Lee Jones is being serious for a moment as Harvey Dent. And then it goes right back into the zaniness. Same with Jim Carrey, with with uh, Val. Even though I feel like he's the straight man for the most part, but you know they also got him out here just cheesing because he know he about to get some. You know he's like, mm, can, she wait, love can Bruce. we talk about
1: that though? Can we talk <laughs> about that moment when the bat when he arrives to the GCPD building because of the bat signal he realizes it's chase. He turns straight into the Superman pose. I was like, oh. Oh, this is Bruce Wayne in through. This is the oh let me be
0: oh, which, let me, which oh so it's the moment when they had, first officially like second no, time no, no, they I, meet. I hear you. I just want to correct you real quick. I know because you haven't watched the Valve documentary. He did that because Oh, because he couldn't hear. He couldn't hear, but also it was just to be like he took it as I'ma do a I'ma do a soap opera. I'm gonna act mm. as if I'm in a soap opera because okay. that's pretty because He's one of those, I would say, like, not method actors, like, per se, but, like, the next step below method actors, where, like, he dives, he does do deep dives and really tries to find that character, and since he couldn't do a lot within the suit, mm, this was the most thing he can do just to showcase, one, he was over a lot of it, because he wanted to do more, and just the script wasn't good, you know? And so, like, doing this was just like a... I'm, and I, I, I'm making it sound like he didn't care after a point, but he cared. He was in it. He did his job. He got out. Um, it, I just wish... He deserved better because I really like his Bruce Wayne when he's not being mm-hmm. a goof. Um, I really like, you know, him as Batman when he's not being a goof and being you know, caressed all the time. Also, can we stop, like, I get it. These movies, stop calling it a rubberized suit. I hate it for some reason, because I'm like, it shouldn't be known as rubber <laughs> to me. What like, is it exactly? Should be, it should just be like body armor. Like, bro, he's wearing body armor. Move on. Do is, not call it, it rubber, rubber. though. I know it's rubber, but like within the context of this film, it should not be called rubber. And that's always irked me ever since I was young. I was just like, because when I was young, I was just like, look at that awesome suit. Looks like body armor because it's not skin tight. And then I hear rubber and I'm just like, man. Oh, so it ruined it for you to some it just ruined. It just ruins it because I'm like, these suits look good and then you just call it rubber and then it feels dumb. And also, like, I always hated when Michael Keaton ripped off his yeah. cowl and it's just mm-hmm. like, you couldn't just, like, I know you couldn't do it in that moment for that, but you could have done some stupid editing trick and just been like, where he just pulled off the cowl i get that the suit would look weird because it wouldn't have the bat symbol on it anymore because in that shot when he's picking out his suits that are all the effing i also i hate that i hate that trope and i'm glad it's dead where people open up a closet and it's the same costume it's just like (laughs) ha 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 look it's his suits i get it i get it dumb but we're not here to talk about the weirdness that was Batman Returns um but I I I I feel for Val because he came he came to play and nobody was giving him the time of day and I feel for that man because he he should have been in a better movie Mm. um but all that being said, I still have fun with this because I laughed a lot in this movie, like sometimes at it just because there are silly, ridiculous things, but also with it because like it's essentially a com it's an action comedy, you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm I'm saving the whole dick of it all for a, for a whole separate <laughs> like. We're going to get into that, folks. Don't worry. I just want to talk about everything else, and then we'll get into yeah. that because yeah, it's very comical. It's very, as you said, it's, that it feels means like something to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: I like, like it on that he has fact to do because is
0: very comedic.
1: Like it's such like it's such the pinnacle. Oh, it's of, ridiculous. Like, how, yeah, it's how ridiculous. people truly think. It's how like most people think of like what comic books are. Like yeah. yeah, that's all it is. Oh, stupid villain is robbing a bank. Batman has to stop this. He, Batman gets trapped in the acid vault. Oh, he has to escape. It's, this is like what Jack Kirby made for Mr. Miracle back in the 80s a little bit,
0: which I loved. I, I wish, I personally wish, we got the movie where um, uh, Barony throws the acid in Harvey Dent's face and we hmm. go through that because I, f- I feel like these actors oh, could have really the sunk Batman their teeth. <laughs> Man's in a lot of no places reason. in these next two movies that I'm just like, I hate this. I didn't <laughs> hate it there. I'm just like, whatever. Like, why is he in the courtroom? for some reason like, you dude, this vigilante. was going to happen? You should not. Be I'm in sure, courtroom. and that's my thing. Like, I feel like there's a better movie in that movie mm-hmm. where it's just like, yo, sh- show me him dealing with the mob because now that means like mobsters took came about more or at least we're still around because I think this one is still loosely tied to the last two movies. Like This one feels more like a continuation just in a weird bad direction. It feels like an update Um, but
1: a reboot. Like a continuation but a soft reboot at the same time. Yes, and
0: here's my other thing. I like the fact that Batman uses gadgets in this movie. And I love it. Mm-hmm. you know i love yep. I, I, I i love the design choice because it makes sense to him even though where the heck is he putting any of that stuff on his person um but they update everything I, he's using I gadgets. just like the-, the fact that he's using gadgets he's fighting crime like the cave is up doing flicks more like makes sense a little bit a lot better here i think mm-hmm. i like this batmobile I don't mm-hmm. care if it looks phallic. <laughs> so does the 1989 one. At me, um, I I like like the kid in me loved the fins. Like the fins, <clears throat> chef's kiss to mm-hmm. me. I still hate when they popped open like that when Dick went for a joyride because I was just like, mm, now it looks weird. But when it's just up, I'm like, this looks cool. Even though I will say worst Batmobile chase scenes ever because Batman should never world. run I'm done. Batman's running away from the bad guys he's not chasing them down and doing cool stuff because I feel like this was more well um, I will say this is a over practicality like mm-hmm. I feel like this Batmobile should have like had like secret turrets and stuff coming out left and right but never did all it did was pop up and drive up a wall and i'm like i don't care if you still have a grappling hook attached like mm, that's dumb and i get it it was an homage to the adam west because he was driving up the side of a building you know i get it i get it but i just felt like because they wanted to do a toy commercial, even though this one isn't as much of a toy commercial as our next one we'll be talking about, um, because I hate that Batmobile. Um, yeah, like, I like this Batmobile. I I like the aesthetic of this Batman, of his costume, of his Batcave. Also, I will say another negative. I wish... Bruce and Alfred had more like meaningful conversations with each other. They have like one about Dick, but I'm like, I wish there was more of that, like just more of Alfred being like, remember, Master Wayne, Master Bruce, like he's just like you and you need to do better and make sure that he doesn't go down the dark path that you went down. And I wish there was more of that, but that wasn't the movie or the story that they're truly trying to tell, even though there are hints of it. And I wish they just, mm, because this is the movie that has told me always, and it's the one thing why I'm always down on this movie, even though I enjoy this movie, what always makes me sad about it is I'll never get to see Dick at a Circus I feel like ever again, I feel like if we see him anytime soon in a movie or something, all that's happened in the past and we're never going to visit this again. And this is the only true representation of his comic book origin. And it bums me out. Or unless you go to, like the year old man playing a 16 year old boy. And it breaks my heart. He's probably like 17, 18 because they're talking about him going to college soon. And I'm like, okay, but I'm just like, even though, and, and we can get into the Dick conversation. Um, I liked everything at the circus for the most part, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I, I just wish, I wish we had like two extra scenes before the circus with Dick and his family. I think that could have just helped establish his character a little bit and showed how much he cared about his family and what they meant to him actually um just just to like you know just ease us into it so when those losses happen we feel it and we feel for him a little bit more it's there because it was it's robin and girl. this is what happens but yeah it's it's just he's robin this is what needs to happen because that's his origin rather than let's actually take our time with these characters again this is not the movie or the story that they were trying to tell and i get it um because each of these things that that we are going to talk about today could have been their own movie Mm -hmm. um and because i'll probably forget later yes going back real quick to learning the wrong lessons the next movie learns the wrong lesson from this movie and batman returns with villain usage and we'll talk about it but i just wanted to say that just in case i forget in the next video um
1: all I'm gonna say yeah. is this in regards to um, villain usage: Jack Nicholson is my favorite actor to be in this franchise. Jim Carrey is number two. His Riddler is so entertaining. Oh my! The moment he is on screen, I'm just like, "Yes, this is silly. This is dumb." But you, yeah. you are a great actor, sir. Yeah. Like the one, like my favorite scene of his is when he's, um, is when he's using his like, uh, his hourglass. Thing for the first time or whatever, you know the whole sucking off your IQs, draining off your brain. I'm like, this, this is this is cinema. <laughs> He's talking to Fred or Frank. Oh uh, yeah, whoever his yeah his boss. Right before he kills him, like that scene was I, hilarious to me.
0: It's that wasn't to me. I was just like, I don't, I don't like this. Um, to me, it, really, was just, it was just
1: it was just it was it's Jim Carrey just being Jim Carrey
0: it was like, 1966 like,
1: whatsoever
0: um i just he was sometimes too i mean a lot of these characters are too much in this movie for me but mm. i feel like yes he is funny in this movie that to me wasn't necessarily one of his funniest moments but i get it um he's just, it was just interesting because i because i do think
1: he's the most interesting character in this movie just because i think there's he has a little force. bit more he's yeah. the
0: villain he's the driving force of yeah there's a lot more to work with for the him. events of this movie like he's the big bad you know mm-hmm. like and that's my thing i wish there was like a dual story where bruce is trying to figure out who riddler is and deal with that and dick should have been going out and trying to track down two-face mm-hmm. and then have them merge because they are working together like there is there's is so much potential in this movie that could have made it so much better, but they didn't do that because they wanted to sell toys and make it less weird and dark because of the previous movie. Mm. I still enjoy it, but man, man. But anyway, we 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 were talking about Dick and then we got off of him. So mm. what is your feelings on the Dick Grayson of it all? Come on, man, give it to me. I I, I gave mine. I have more, but I'm a, I'm gonna let you I'm let you vent if if that's the right wordage or not.
1: Ooh, let me tell you, this is the first and last time I ever got to see a Dick Grayson in live action before Titans, obviously. But this this is all I had for years. This was it. This this is the only Robin most people have gotten for a while. But uh, all I'm gonna say is this this Dick Grayson is a bad boy, <laughs> and this is the man that Chase Meridian truly wanted. And here's what I mean by that. Because when she first meets Batman, she tells him all these things like, oh, I'm always attracted to the dangerous guy. In high school was this, in college, what did she say, it was motorcycles and leather jackets. I'm like, so you want Dick Grayson, basically, in this movie. That's who you want. You, you want this young man, essentially. <laughs> Because that's nothing. Teenager. Right. Technically, the teenager. I'm like, Bruce Wayne is none of that in this franchise.
0: Everything you want is Dick Grayson. It's into that. It's into that. He's the one with all the motorcycles and stuff. I mean, then again, he's a rich guy who probably just fancies himself some fast-moving vehicles. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's how I always looked at it. Where I'm like, oh, you really? the person you want is really Dick Grayson. He's just not old enough yet.
0: You know, Bruce was a bad boy. I felt like you know, after his parents died, point. growing up, like in high school, mm-hmm. you know, before I'm sure he was picking journey. fights. Yeah, before he was like, I must find ninja skills as a religion <laughs> and do that as a for religion. the rest of my life. Uh, uh, but no,
1: like District Grayson, it's also kind of too on the nose with his character. Like I get it from his introduction he like pushes yeah. the bomb off the circus or gotham whatever whatever building they were using to perform the circus but i am entertained by this digression is it an accurate digression yes and no like morally, than I mean, no but he's entertaining at least
0: like he's not a child but everything that he goes through experiences and like where we end up at the end of this movie is right. all things, even a child the child Grayson would like, go? Yeah, the the, general the skeleton is yeah. there. The blueprint, mm-hmm. yes, it is there. Yeah. I and that, that's what I feel like for the majority of this movie is like the blueprint for all the right pieces are there. Mm-hmm. It's just they go a completely different way, and mm-hmm. and for me, because there's at least the blueprint. Mm-hmm. I can just fill in certain gaps and enjoy it a whole lot more. Mm. And again, it's probably a bias because I grew up with this movie and for a very long time this was my favorite Batman movie just because there was action. There was a cool Batmobile. The Batsuit looked fine to me personally. I know everyone freaking loves giant-headed Michael Keaton 1989 Batsuit. Um, but like but he just but looked weird and he thing. fell all the time. I don't like my Batman just falling all the time. It's dumb and it's stupid and if you appreciate that, good for you. I'm I'm glad you find differences and I hope we can agree to disagree, but it's ridiculous. His head looked huge and his face did not fit inside the cowl. They fixed it in returns, but that movie was just strange and dark mm. and weird for no reason. And I get it. It's Tim Burton's, his, his, it's what he likes to do story. He wanted to tell, I just wish someone real Joel Schumacher in and was just like, Hey, Hey, focus on the characters because I felt like this movie was 25% character.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the rest was just like, how many lights can I fit into one room? On one oh, you street. mean the like
1: one scene where Dick fights the whatever gang, the neon randomly. gang that comes back randomly? Like I forgot they came back in Batman and Robin. <laughs> I, looked, when I, did see, I did too. I did too. I was just like, wait, that's right. They are in this movie. But we'll say that for the exact here. same but yes. way. But basically, my my general gist of Dick Grayson is just like the blueprint is there, it, but it's also kind of two on the nose, where I'm like, in this movie, he's the daredevil that I love. You know, he's the dude. Like he. Does he need to jump around just to get to the secret door that Alfred kept going into? No, that's absolutely not necessary. He does not need to be an acrobat in the foyer of the house or like the main entrance of the house or whatever. But that's Dick Grayson. He is an acrobat. He's going to do daring things and daring stunts. And that's the one thing I've always loved about the character. But then it just goes left where I'm just like, wait, wait, why, why are we doing this? you know cuz even the scene where he's like folding his clothes i'm like all right i cool i get it decoration is awesome he's fun he he's
0: right laundry.
1: <laughs> with a broom you know like i got you i get it he's a he's he's the he's cool which is just think joe kind of schumacher
0: family. thought that was so cool back in the 90s he was like yo wouldn't it be awesome if he dried his clothes by doing martial arts mm. Mm. it's like no cuz its laundry. You don't need right. to of all the things you could have done with Dick Grayson to show off his martial arts skills, laundry wouldn't have been the first thing I recommended. Also, real quick just before I forget and I mean I'm, I'm going to let you finish cuz you're no, done you're good. and um I wish he just wore his costume but with a cape more in this movie. I I I don't have a major problem with the rubberized version of his costume, but something about mm. seeing the actual Robin costume and like it looked good on the dude for not for nothing. And I'm just like, yo, throw a cape on that and a domino mask and let's go. Like Mm -hmm. I was, I was, I was, I wouldn't have mind that one iota if he stayed in his actual trapeze costume. Mm -hmm. Um but that's just me. I don't know. I get that I totally feel about
1: that. It was fine. I I knew in terms of this Like, in terms of this franchise, they weren't going to give him the classic, you know, Burt Ward or like, you know, trapeze artist costume that like the Graysons are they known for. Like, they, they did. Like, they did, but like, he wasn't about to like keep that forever. You know, that was just kind I be know, and I wish he did. Because it looked good. But like, my, my only complaint was like, Dick is two on the nose, but then at the same time, he's useless by the third act of this movie. Like, he just becomes a device for Bruce, like, for Riddler to
0: use against Batman. I'm just like. Because this Batman's not called Batman and Robin, that comes. <laughs> but that's like, don't. why would
1: you give him the costume um, and then have him do nothing? Oh, you're going to have him drive the bat boat, the bat submarine? Cool.
0: Thanks. Can we talk about the useless need for new things when we don't even get to see what they actually do? It's just for, for the both that's these movies. And I know it is. And it sh- I hate the fact that it's egregious. Mm. The opening line of this movie is from a McDonald's commercial. Egregious. Mm. The bat boat blowing up egregious because he didn't do anything. And they're playing Battleship. <laughs> I really hate that. I will say it's stupid. It makes no sense. You suck on um, like
1: Battleship. Like,
0: why? It's like why they're saying, saying oh, hit. No. And it's like, you didn't actually, you didn't hit. He avoided. That's not a hit. You just blew it up. You don't know how to Mm -hmm. play Battleship was also my thought that whole scene. Um, But like, I like the Batwing in this. I know Mm -hmm. most people prefer the Batwing of 1989. Um, I I just like I like that one, too. I personally prefer if they could actually just make a live action version of the animated series Batwing. But Mm. that's just me. I guess we can't call it Batwing anymore because there's a character now, Batwing. So we just call it Batplane. Whatever. I don't want. I don't want to give credence to just titling things, even though it's dumb. Also, I like. I like. I like the callback, and I always do. Of holy rusted metal, Batman. <laughs> it's metal, you know. Oh my god! Oh, it's holy. <laughs> I laughed at that and one. I was just like, this "What?" This time around, you <laughs> just like. What? Well, and I'm sure, I'm sure that was an actual take where he was just like, what did you just say?" I didn't actually hear you, bro. I'm sorry. There's a lot going on right now. See, see, that's one. Of those I like that you're... one because it was just like, it was there. We're moving on from it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. The Batmobile driving up the side. I was just like, seeing a Batmobile go up the side of a building should be cool enough. But then you're just like, mm-hmm. also, I just love the fake arm coming up because Valkyrie can actually stick his arm up to give a thumbs up. Also, Batman should never give a thumbs up. One, because those guys would not be able to see him in that cockpit. Anyway, I'm off that now.
1: Wait, no. No, we have to talk about I'm like, this thing is moving too fast and not close enough for y'all to see him giving, no, y'all, giving y'all a exactly. good job. <laughs> exactly. Like,
0: Stupid. No. Stupid. Because they're like, buy this Batwing. Mm. it just it look like because i know that as like a trivia fact or whatever that just some dude is back there like Mm. it it makes me laugh because i'm like that's ridiculous and when you see it you can't unsee it it's one of those kind of things Mm. and it it hurts sometimes because i'm like i i like this movie and i defend this movie but then i watch this movie and i'm like i understand Mm-hmm. And I accept it. And I'm not mad at people who don't like this movie. I get it. I get it. This movie it it started a lot of things that Batman and Robin just super doubled down on and just sort of almost Ooh. destroyed Batman in cinema for for a while. But I right. will say the next movie we're gonna talk about gives Oh, I'm birth ready to get, I have so to the much to say other movie I wanna talk about. So we'll get to that. I mean oh, yeah. just trying to overall, think of anything else to more- say. Well the movie a lot and more I feel like I like can keep going. Yeah, I have a lot no, more to say about Dick
1: Grease. Well you I'm talking about, about I have a lot more to say for. about him in the next movie. Because that's oh, where a good yeah. chunk of the like character work <laughs> comes I into do- play. Is <laughs> oh, there, door, door, Is door, there... Door. look people? Batman Forever has some fun I scenes. There's some cool so Batman fun. shots where Batman runs out of the fire after he got trapped.
0: <laughs> I wish Val Kilmer could breathe in that cowl because him having to open his mouth all the time. And I understand it's hard to breathe in a cow. I've worn a Batman cow before. It it, mm. it is very hard to breathe in those things. Um, for those of you who are just joining us, I talk a lot about how I was, I was the fight choreographer and played Bill Finger <laughs> in a Batman play many moons ago. Um, and our Batman had to wear a cow. He wore a suit, wore the cow, wore a cape. Mm-hmm. And him fighting in that one, I felt for him because his suit looked black by the end of the show, but it was a great okay. suit that dude did nothing but sweat like literally when he wasn't on stage we were all backstage trying to one force the cowl off his head so he can breathe yeah that makes sense and then we had to like dry him up reapply his black makeup and dry him like i would stand there with a hairdryer just trying to like get the sweat to recede as much Mm -hmm. as humanly possible because and just pounding him with water and then like him having to go to the bathroom was a whole thing So he couldn't go to the bathroom, but he had to chug water to stay hydrated. It was a mess. But I'm just saying, like, I understand what actors go through to play Batman. It is a very physically taxing. Also, it's true. You cannot hear in those cows. They are thick because they have to hold a certain shape. And for that to happen with those kinds of cows. And also, yeah, it was always funny because. He couldn't turn his head. Like, at least in this one, he could way more than Michael. But it Key seems like that
1: Batman is improving on all of that, honestly.
0: I mean, Christopher Nolan already did, but yeah.
1: Sure. We'll we'll get into that trilogy. I was able like... to turn
0: his head. I like it happened. Yeah, but I'm saying like I yeah. feel like Matt, you, Reeves, reasons, Matt Reeves. Like, now we're at you. the
1: point where it's like, all right, cool. Now we can actually do some more. That's why I was so Batman like confused
0: about Ben Affleck's cow. Where I was like, I like the cow and I like his costume and I think that is the most comic That's book most accurate, accurate costume and it's great and I love it and I wish we would do more of that. But Jesus, man, can we stop with the giant rubber cows, please? <laughs> so our Batman don't have to look all the time. I hate when Batman looks stiff. It weirds me out because I'm like, he's a ninja. <laughs> he has to be able to move quickly and I don't believe a man just being like trying to run in his rubber suit is going to work. Also, in reality, yeah, Bruce Wayne is suffering all the time <laughs> in, those go- in that <coughs> costume. He's suffering. But anyway, get back to Robin. But yeah, no, no. But yeah,
1: that's Batman Forever. People, this movie is so oh, interesting. You want
0: not cut us off. Wait, yeah, I do want really to bring up because
1: Batman Robin. That's where a lot of good chunk of my um, discourse for Dick Grayson comes into sure. play.
0: Let me, because there's some cool just for songs. those who don't know. Just for those who don't know, I just wanted to bring up the um. Oh my gosh! Like there are cut scenes from this movie, and I wish there was an actual Joel Schumacher director's cut. Even if I still feel like it doesn't ultimately make the movie better because it's only a few few stuff but like the movie was supposed to originally be darker um than yeah. what it ended up being um the movie was originally going to be 2 hours and 40 minutes number 1 um and i think there was also a the an extended version that was released in 2005 i think i saw it once but i don't have that dvd anymore um and i and i might try and find it so i can just actually watch it all together but like like there are scenes where val kilmer as bruce wayne is looking at a giant bat. oh yeah like there and like there's so many good things that could have came from this movie and that's why i appreciate it because it's like it's sort of that touchstone in comic book film history that's just like, it gets better. And it has. We as comic book fans are living in the best of times right now in terms like, not everything's a hit. Not everything is great. You know, for every, for every, uh, you know, Doom Patrol, we get and in humans, for every peacemaker, we get a swamp thing, which I like, swamp thing actually. And I wish people gave it a chance. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't know what everybody's problem was with it, but I think
1: it's safe to say that the majority of the things that come
0: out these days are generally entertaining. Yeah. Whether it's good or great. Like- and watching this movie also makes me realize the reasons why I like. I really like the first Venom movie and can tolerate the second Venom movie Mm -hmm. is because it brings me back to this era of superhero films, not necessarily for the camp and all that and the badness of it. And so bad. It's good nature of it all, but just like, it's, you know, not an R. tour directing a superhero movie. It's like some director who's just like having fun and, bringing together with all their neuroses and coming up with ideas for a superhero or supervillain in Venom's case and just like pulling it out for better or for worse. And it's just like, yeah, you know, it is what it yeah. is. One day we're going to talk about the fantastic four movies. And I think Batman forever and Batman and Robin are high. Also similarly feel about the first fantastic four movie and rise of silver surfer where I'm just really? like, I, I like things oh, like interesting. the way Ben Grimm looks I really like it I like Michael Chiklis's mm. casting as him also I was watching the shield during that time so it was, I was hyped mm. I need to rewatch that show because that show was great Michael Chiklis should be in more things but anyway right.
1: I get that yeah
0: he's yeah, been Batman that,
1: forever that's Batman forever people um, there's some great things uh, well let's rank these real quick
0: um Favorite Batsuit. Yeah, go ahead. Second favorite Batmobile. Mm. Um, My ranking for the movies goes... I'm going to be honest with myself, personally. (laughs) I'm sorry. It goes Mask of the Phantasm, Batman Forever, 1989. Returns. Mm. 66. Yeah, that's
1: completely fair. Uh, what? Uh, eighty nine, sixty six. Mask of the Phantasm. Forever returns. Returns will always be at the bottom for me. I'm just shocked you don't like
0: Mask of the Phantasm as much. We'll
1: talk about that a later time. But yeah, that's my ranking. Um, I already dead. C- you mean? That's right.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um. Yeah, that's Batman Forever, ladies and gentlemen. So let us know what y'all love and then love about this movie. Talk about how the scene, how this film ends with Batman and Robin running off towards the camera with the bat like symbol it. behind. Also, you. no, I love it. I think kiss it's From dope. a
0: rose, kiss from a rose, baby. Mm. Love it. I love that song for this movie specifically, man. Yeah. This movie Actually, made yeah, me. This movie introduced me to steel, and so mm. I was happy because yeah. that movie, fair. that that song slaps, <coughs> slaps. Kiss also, you play that, play that Ooh. when you cook your girlfriend some dinner bro you get some brownie points tell you what right now thank you seal thank you love that song and on that note like
1: share subscribe check out our uh, playlist of these other Batman reviews uh our Mortal Kombat Godzilla all that stuff uh, help us get to 100 subscribers and yeah until next time I'm cliff that seek the geek we about to get into Batman and Robin so
0: peace